Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. My guest this week was a great group of some of my best friends and teammates, Caitlin Abelseth, Haley Abang, and Rosa Moriello. Rosa is back on the podcast after co-hosting our very first episode. She's a graduate and assistant coach at Boston University and has represented Team USA in cross country. Kate is a New Balance event manager who is very involved in both the New York half and the New Balance nationals these past few weeks. She is a graduate of Providence College and has competed at USA's for the Heartbreakers. Haley runs for the Heartbreakers as well and competed for Kenyon College in Ohio. She's also a state champion in her home state of Hawaii. The ladies came out swinging and we recorded a great and boisterous episode. If you're not familiar with their stories, you'll definitely enjoy it anyways. Also, I guess I should remind you to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. That just makes it easier to get new episodes when they come out. We also record our episodes live every week at Tracksmith on Friday mornings. Enjoy this one, and I've been David Melly, and this is Run Your Mouth. Anything though, because this will be edited. It's not live, okay. so it's not an issue. In the words of Shania Twain, "Let's go, girls." <laughs> oh, that's making that, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Why can we start? With that? I record. We're recording. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Run Your Mouth, Long Run Talk for Long Talking Runners. I'm your host, David Melly, and I'm here with three very special guests on a beautiful Friday morning. Uh, we have Haley Abing, Kate Abelseth, and Rosa Moriello. Welcome, ladies. Hi, thank you. Thanks. Rosa, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Rosa was a guest on our first podcast co-host, ever, I co-host, guess. and she has a voice for this one. So. I do. Yeah, I brought it back this time. That we deeply appreciate you bringing your talents and your voice. Returning to the, uh, you know, to the Tracksmith Trackhouse, we have... Pastries. Haley is literally eating a pastry, so that's going to sound great on mic. It's a soft one, though. Listen. Oh. Here, I'll give you guys a listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow, guys. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, the listeners are going to love that. <laughs> All right. So everyone is ready to roll this morning, let me tell you. Um, Haley, how did you feel when you found out that this podcast records at 7.30 a.m.? Well... Not that kind of new. <laughs> I was very surprised when I texted everyone at midnight last night saying what time <laughs> and found out it's supposed to be 7 a.m. I was arriving here. <laughs> that was a surprise. <laughs> well, you made it, and that's what counts. Um, we have a great audience today, and, and they made it too. Um, let's get right started with uh, this week in running. Um, Kate has been in New York for the last, what, like, like almost the last three weeks, right? Yeah, I think the last, like, two years, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> well, you're back with us now, but, but back last weekend, you were uh, spectating, cheering, organizing the New York Half Marathon. Um, how did that go? Um, it was great. It was really cold. There were some great performances, and... You know, New Balance showed up really well, so I was happy with it. <laughs> that was a really early plug, but um, it was good. <laughs> That's good, yeah. You're, uh, you're double uh, loyalty, because you have the Providence connection with Emily, and 
the uh, New Balance connection. That was really sad. So the thing that I didn't like about it was there's no like jumbotron at the finish, so I didn't really know what was happening at all. And then Emily came like screaming down this hill with another person. I don't know who that person was. She ended up winning. Um, Dariba, <laughs> you know, fans. I was so excited and I was so hoping that she would win and I was ready because I was like doing the New Balance Instagram that day and I was like ready to get like a sick shot of her crossing the finish line and then she uh, unfortunately got second so that was kind of a bummer. But second is still good. That's a tough course. Also, fortunately, got second. I was just running around cheering and I was like struggling. The Central Park Hills are, are not a fun way to finish the last 5k of a half marathon. Yeah, but I also swear it was negative 45 degrees outside. It was so yes, it was very cold. <laughs> I, I was cheering by mile 10 and then I ran across the park to get to the finish line. And somehow in that process, I ended up like. Like, I definitely crossed some sort of line that I wasn't supposed to and ended up, like, literally five feet away from, like, the media zone. And they were, like, taking pictures of the finishers, like, really close. And then after, like, ten minutes, like, clearly I was wearing running clothes and didn't have a badge or anything. Someone, like, finally came over and was like, uh, you're not supposed to be here. I actually got in a fight with the security guard. And I had my my badge. It says, like, VIP, media, like, blah, blah, blah. And it had all this stuff on it. And then this guy came out. VIP, okay. <laughs> on the outside of my jacket, and this guy comes up to me, he's like, where's your badge? And I'm like, it's literally right here. And he was like, I need to see your badge. I'm like, it's right here. And he was being so weird about it. And I was like, why are you being so weird? And then he literally like yelled at me. He's like freaking out. He's like, this is a New York City marathon. I'm like, no, it's not the New York City marathon. <laughs> it's actually the half marathon. about six months early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was heated. Did you fight? No, I was being a real bitch, though. <laughs> I, like, Connor, Connor was with me, and I was like, that guy was such an asshole. And he said, yeah, but you weren't making it any better. So. Lay down the law. Yeah. Yes, you're uh, a better half, other half, lesser half, however you want to put it. Half. <laughs> Your boyfriend, Connor Cashin, uh, ran the marathon, did, did, yeah. or did the half, did it pretty well. Uh, yes, uh, it was fine. He had, had struggled, like, a lot with his build up because he had gotten injured a couple of times so I think overall it was it was pretty good but he had some complaints I'd say about the course itself like the lack of spectators how early it was the wind the cold so yeah it was a tough one I seven seven thirty is like not the ideal time for New Yorkers they they operate on a different rotation <laughs> yeah so it was like Dead, even in Times Square. Yeah, I rolled out of bed at like 8 and sprinted across the Upper East Side to get to mile 10. Got there like 30 seconds before the women showed up, um, but I did cheer for Connor. Mm -hmm. And I've had that moment where in in New York, in like the middle of Manhattan, in like some random point in the course, I'm like, go Connor, go Connor. And then the people next to me are like, go Connor, go Connor. I was like... What? And then I turn around and there I was like, "Who are you?" And they're like, "We're Connor's parents. Who are you?" <laughs> so made made good friends with the Cashins. Yeah, the Cashins are um, do you guys have any hot takes from uh, the New York half? How about the New Bedford half? Or the New Bedford <laughs> half? A lot of <laughs> it was a good weekend running. Greater Boston, New England runners ran really well. A lot of the ladies ran really well. Our friend Holly Reese. Yes. She won and set a PR. Uh, Teammate Jess Wilson of Heartbreakers. She's Your athlete. My athlete. Coach Rosa. Coach Rosa over Coach here. Rosa. She's training for Providence Marathon and 
uh, she raised 78, which was exactly what we wanted. So awesome. Also she a cold a day, coach. but what? She must have a good coach. It must be the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, hot takes. Was I around? Hey, oh. <laughs> you were in Aspen. I was gone. I'll give you $100 if you can tell me who won the New York half. I'm not going to give you that. A person? Yeah. Um, True. Haley, Haley is uh, our, our resident uh, spectator. Of, she yeah. is a accomplished runner in her own right, but she's not as much of, I would say, uh, a... Nerd. Nerdy fan of the sport as, as some of the rest of us. No. Um, that, uh, I was skiing on Saturday. How was, was that? Oh, it was Sunday. No. I was flying back. <laughs> How was skiing? Skiing was great. It was lit. You know, some some good some good skiing to be had. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Haley, you ran briefly in college. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then you didn't run for a while. Yeah. And now you're back at it. Yeah, better than ever. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little about how that happened? Because I think you have, uh, I would say, a, a very different story than, than most of us in terms of returning to, to running after college. Oh, yeah. Um, I ran in high school, and it was kind of, I just didn't really enjoy the pressure of it. And then um, in college, I started running, but then I got really nerve, like anxiety was just too much to handle, and I would like cry after races, and I would stress out so much, and it was just like too much, I couldn't handle it, and I was just like, fuck that, I'm gonna quit, and that was the best decision I ever made in my life, and I'm never looking back. <laughs> so, Quit, guys. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> when the pressure gets too tough, that's the moral of the lesson. <laughs> when things get tough, quit. <laughs> Take away. <laughs> but you're back. You're still yeah. running now. Yeah, I so. feel like this like post-collegiate running with like, you know, it's we're working now, and so we realize that like there's other shit going on, and it doesn't really matter. So like. It's less stressful for me, and I'm able to actually enjoy it and enjoy the sport more than I ever did before. So, awesome. running with friends yeah. always better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think that's a good. Uh, you bring a good dose of uh, perspective a lot of the time. I think <laughs> your cat your attitude could maybe spread a little more to other people. Sometimes, <laughs> of me included, like yeah, I get I very like needs to rub off on me a yeah, yeah intense about it um, for a while, but. I think that's why I've been running better now than I ever did in college or high school. Because it's I just am not stressing about it. Maybe you have a good coach too. It's probably the coach. (laughs) Best coach. Yeah, should we only talk about Rosa's athletes for this entire episode? Just my athletes. So how's the BU team doing, Rosa? My coach is pretty hot, so we can talk. Wow, uh, that doesn't sound very professional. Um, my coach listens to this podcast, so I'll say that he's the best coach there ever was. Um, because he actually is, but also because he's a fan. <laughs> um, Kate, you ran like the 400 in college. Yeah, I did. How many, how many miles had you run, like, my, like mile races prior to <laughs> graduating? Zero. What was the longest track race you ever run? Any. 
And how did your first year out of college go? Um, my first year out of college actually was really sad because I didn't know any of you guys yet. So I moved to Boston for my job, and Connor was still like somewhere else. And I just was training by myself and not really knowing what I was doing, and I didn't have anybody to run with. I ran by myself every single day. And then, so my first year out of college was like, I ran a mile in like 507 indoors. And then I ran like a couple 800s outdoors and like was like much off my PR. And then Connor came and I met all the heartbreakers. And then I like, the next season like completely changed. And I was PRing at every single event. And I qualified for USA for indoor nationals. And like, it was just like completely different. So Joining the Heartbreakers has made a difference. <laughs> Good plug, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean no, you didn't. really I mean, mean to. I remember, because you, you and Haley both did some cross races that fall. And, <laughs> and, and did well. Like, you know, you, I think both of you sort of... <laughs> So I loved it. Kate was like, wow, I love cross country. I'm going to do this all the time. This is my favorite sport. Cross country is a fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Especially for someone who never raced longer than an 800 in college. That's, uh, but you did it for the team. You were FTG, you know? like. I think you guys, the Harburgers needed somebody for New England. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll join the team. And then they were like, oh, you also have to run this, like, 100k cross country race. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And so I did, and it was like horrible. Like, it was not fun at all. And Bear Cage is like a monster. And then I had to run another one for club cross, and that was even worse. And then I just was like, no, never, ever, ever again. What was that, Talanasty? Yeah. yeah. That was a good trip, though. That, that was, was a good trip. Talanasty was fun. It was we funny. Fun. We didn't even like, know Haley and Sean yet. And then after that trip, I was like, these, these people are the best people I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, well, also, when we had the rental cars, you guys had, you guys <laughs> were like, so proud of yourselves. Rosa and Lewis and Connor and Kate were like, we have our own rental oh, car. We're and Aaron. Cool. And Aaron. And then, uh, we had the cool car, and we it was me and Johnny and Haley and Sean are like, I think we have the cool car. Like, you guys lost out. We have a lot more fun. Sean so. and I were, like, new-ish, and then we learned in that car ride so much about David and <laughs> 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 Like, so much. And their parents, and, like, why they do what they do, and who they are. Like, that sounds about right. Yeah. I would say that most people, upon knowing me for, like, 24 hours, also get a little dose of that. I think we finished the ride we like arrived and we pulled up in Talanasty like at, no at the course like blasting share and like yeah do you believe in life after love <laughs> I don't think I've used share as a go-to karaoke yet but I, I that's gotta be in there no it's a we'll see we'll see um but yeah that was that was a fun trip and and I remember always thinking like you guys would be working out in the fall and like track you know cross country is like cross country uh, it's not for everybody especially for mid-distance but I remember like there would be workouts where it would be like, all the ladies and then there would be they would do like some 200s at the end and Kate was just like <laughs> destroying <laughs> people <laughs> and I just remember just being like Cat, how many days till indoor like, <laughs> she doesn't fuck around those are the best because I would have to run like so slow for like all my workouts because it was like 5k pace and then Connor would throw in like a 200 at the end of a workout and I was like I'm running a 27 <laughs> <laughs> stop me <laughs> The, the taste of indoor. For me, I feel like right now it's like the taste of outdoor. Like, 
I just wanted I want it to be spring so bad. Boston is the greatest city in the world, obviously, we can all agree, but uh, the snow, not so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little over it, but... I think Haley's probably a lot over it. it. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're skiing it down it. Yeah. Unless, it's like, I, it's like, if I'm gonna live here, I'm gonna be skiing or whatever, because I, otherwise, I will just be miserable the entire time. <laughs> and like, yesterday, it was like, kind of cold, wet feeling, and I was walking home from work, and I was just like, out loud, it was just like... <laughs> I, I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say that you were annoyed that you moved to Boston to be skiing every weekend, and then I wrote as like actually you're gonna do races every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah, that kind of like cramps my style. <laughs> I think Sean also cramps your style. Yeah, like there were so many times, and I was like, I want to go skiing this weekend. He's like, Oh, I can't have a race on Sunday, and I'm like, Look, Don't run it. <laughs> Those, those Sunday races are killer, though. Yeah, yeah. wasting a Saturday. That's another reason why outdoor track, I wouldn't say it's better because indoor track is better, but the meets are on Saturdays, so like you get to rage after yeah. and like hang out on Sundays and not to worry about it after. That's my hot take. That's very true. That I definitely think uh, poor, poor Sydney Williams, friend of the podcast, oh. who uh, every weekend for the last like two months, she's like, so do you guys have a race this weekend? And we're like, yeah. And she's like, is it on Sunday? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it definitely uh, is fun to do it with friends, though, and that's that's what counts. Um, I suppose, Rosa, Rosa, how did you transition from collegiate running to post-collegiate pretty, running? Pretty simple, pretty standard. Actually, that's not true. I quit first, and then I got bored. So then I started running again. <laughs> and then I don't actually like running unless I'm racing. So I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You've That's been racing well. You rocked it at uh, Jacksonville. Thanks. This uh, was a couple weekends ago, 15K championships. Yeah, two weekends ago. I, I hear rumors of a, of a potential half marathon in the future. Me you, half marathon. I didn't know <laughs> that you didn't like, I'm just taking over this podcast right now. I didn't know that you didn't like running unless you're racing. Oh yeah, I hate training. That's the I hate training. Absolute opposite of me because I would be so happy to never race again and really? just run. Really? If I could race yes. every single day. I hate That's so interesting. And you can feel you can take over anytime you want. I I'm all for that's having the co-host on is so nice because like I feel like people are tired of just like having me being like and this is the next question and so having a little. Having the like squad here. I'm so bossy, so like I'll just like. Take <laughs> <laughs> I like. Boss. Do you, how do you feel about running versus racing, Haley? Uh, my relationship with racing is getting better, but like, especially like when I used to like get so stressed about racing, it used to be terrible. Basically, and now I'm like, okay, I guess it's fun. <laughs> Haley's the best racer ever. <laughs> oh especially that one eight hundred. I love watching. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, don't know what I'm doing. Take your 400 PR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aprons are hard, though, so it's okay. Yeah, you get so pumped, and you're like, oh, my God, wait, what lane am I in? And I'm like, I, I can't tell if I'm going too fast. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I am going too fast. And then, oh, shit, I'm dying. I can't finish. And like, oh, I guess I'm finishing. <laughs> that was a, a beautiful play-by-play. Right? <laughs> Someone needs to clip that audio and put it over video of Haley <laughs> Yes. So like, yeah. Um, All right, I'll call Keith up and have him do it. <laughs> I'm with I'm with you, Rosa. I I always like I've trained to race for sure, but now I'm trying to, I'm trying to race less. 
Because, like, I think I get, I definitely get tired at the end of long seasons, yeah. like everyone does. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a balancing act. the problem act. with trying to run 5Ks. You can't race yeah. as much. Well, so I get my heart on the miler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I think about like freshman sophomore year of college where I would run like seven steeples a season. Like I don't know how the hell I did that. Like I didn't run well. That was how. <laughs> uh, back to me hosting. Are we bringing the steeple back? <sighs> I talked to my coach about it. Um, I the problem is that there, it you have to dedicate so much to it. Like. And I wanna, I have goals in the 5K and the 15 that I wanna accomplish that I think are very accomplishable. And so I, I think there's a, there's a little bit of ego involved of like, these are my running goals versus like, this is my Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and I don't know. Well, it's like you and Shelby Houlihan, like you're both rocking. The yeah. If, if, she, if it, she's gonna rock it, you know, I feel like it's cool enough for everybody. Shelbo 800, you know? Shoot, oh. I want to have her on the podcast. She'd be awesome. Okay, stop talking about other people you want to have on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> you guys are here. You're the... You're we came through. Welcome no anytime. That's true. We knew that you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. We know what's up. You are not scraping. You are the top of the barrel, let me oh, tell sure. you. <laughs> sure. I don't think that's what happens, though, when you're like... How many is this? Eight deep? <laughs> <laughs> We're just getting started. We're building up, you know? We got all, we got all the boring... No, oh, see, this is the problem. I was like, yeah. shit talk. Yeah, talk <laughs> shit about it. Talk shit about they've, it. They've all... I've, this is going to sound really fake, but I genuinely feel like all of the episodes have been really different and really enjoyably different. And this one already, I can tell, has been... Uh, this one's just gossip time, basically. Go- oh, are we gossiping? <laughs> what are we? Shit. Who are we shit-talking today? <laughs> well, I feel like each other, mainly you right now. Yeah, <laughs> mostly Lewis. <laughs> oh, did you know he broke four? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The, the most important runner in Boston. That's kind of a big deal. first person to ever break four? <laughs> He's going to kill me. <laughs> Hi, Lewis. He's here. He's, you know, so being sweet. blissfully quiet. He takes a lot of... There's, there's a group text that... Is exclusively just me and Kate being really mean to Lewis, and it's so it's horrible. I feel bad, but he takes it so well. No, he's not taking well. He complains about it incessantly. (laughs) Um, But we we love him. It's out of love. Yeah, (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) Um, But anyways, so speaking, we talk about running versus racing. Mm -hmm. I know I have an ally in Haley on this one because. You guys are morning runners for the most part. Hell yeah. I love a good morning run. (laughs) Haley, not so much. Fuck that. Wow. (laughs) It's, especially with the daylight savings, now that it's light out at night, it's so much nicer to run after work. You get tired, but aside from that, like... Who needs a sunrise when there's a sunset? (laughs) That was so beautiful, but I totally disagree. Print that out. Put it on your fridge. Who needs uh, a sunglass? I know. I literally cannot stand running after work. Unless it's a devil and it's only like three miles, that's fine. But I will like cry all day knowing I have to do a oh, run or workout. It's hard it's hard to work out yeah. after work, that's for oh, sure. Oh I couldn't. Yesterday, I literally couldn't. Yesterday I did like a super slow run in the morning. 
And as always, ruins my entire day. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah, it was so much better. No. You're like, I don't have to do this later. Like, I can just go hang out with my friends. No, that's, that's the nice I'm feeling. I'm hungry and tired all day. <laughs> just eat something. I do, and then I have to eat so much more. And then I'm like, oh, I already ate, but I guess I have to eat again. <laughs> oh, no. I love an excuse to eat. My problem is always like those six, like 6.30 workouts. You like wake up and have coffee before them. And then it's like... 10 a.m. and you're at work and you're like, oh, now, now I need another coffee. <laughs> it's only yeah. been like four hours. Who doesn't drink coffee. I you don't drink coffee? No. It's doping. That's what we learned on our last episode <laughs> is that coffee is doping. That's what Ben true Well, thinks. that's why I don't drink coffee because I participate yeah. in a clean sport. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Good. Um, I don't drink coffee, but I do do EPO. So like, uh, I feel like okay. that's the... Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> My... Yes. Senior year in college, I ran Penn. I ran the 800 leg of our DMR, and I ran <laughs> I ran a 220. And then the next day, we raced at Brown, and I PR'd and ran 210. And my coach um, came up to me. He's like, "Are you doping?" <laughs> what the fuck? No. <laughs> your coach just straight up asked. He was like, "He's he was kidding, I think." But he <laughs> Maybe said yes. Like, what would you have done? Probably. Nothing. Oh, no. Just, what, no, he would have done something for the record. <laughs> All right, cut this, cut this out. Yeah. Um, this, this entire episode is going to be KB like, cut it, cut it. Um, that's, oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a coffee drinker. Rosa knows. She, you're, you're, yeah. you're in the same boat. I am. I do love coffee. Well, you guys are all holding your freaking coffees right now. I didn't start drinking coffee until I moved to Boston. Really? I feel like that's you gotta wait as long as you can. Once you you wait before you get on the train, you know it's better that way. Yeah, it's not. It's like all right, this relationship with coffee, I guess. I don't know. Recently, when was it that I like OD'd on coffee? Oh, God. <laughs> you remember that? No. Like, yeah, like I don't. Sean, when was that? I like <laughs> <laughs> ask the audience. Can, we, we love good audience participation here. When was that? Remember, I had like you yelled at me. You were like, because you had two cups of coffee like two hours apart, and I had this terrible headache, and I like threw up at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive, if nothing else. Right? It's because I ran in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was so it tired. goes back. It all comes back around. I had to have a second cup of coffee, and it totally fucked me up. I like got terrible dehydration headache and so sick. Drink water. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, there's a best best coffee in Boston. Those coffee drinkers here. Do you have an opinion? Render. Render. Where's that? Uh, the South End. I have not been there. I'll have to try it. Mm-hmm. Rosa. I, I mean, I just love Blue State coffee, but oh, yeah. that's just like. Go Terriers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Use canvas, and they have a chider, and it's the most delicious thing I've ever had. Well, what is a chider? It's a uh, chai apple cider. That it sounds amazing. so good. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Even if it's not it. the best the coffee in Boston. Mm. These Hearth Baking Co. coffees. Yeah, they're pretty yes. good. <laughs> they're amazing. Shout out to gets, Hearth Baking Co. Yeah, yeah, that's she's got some good beans. She's got the coffee guy. She has a coffee guy. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like uh, it's like doping, you know. You've got to have your supplier. It's just so fast. Oh man. Yeah. Well, Big speaking job. of uh, our friend Sean over there. Hey, Sean. <laughs> we all have uh, at one point or another dated or are currently dating uh, fellow runners, which is uh, always an interesting. We covered it a little bit with with Dana when she was on, but I, I'm fascinated by the 
the ups and downs of running relationships. Um, obviously, I tend to think that they're a net positive, but um, we have all sorts of variation here. <laughs> okay, you're dating your coach. Do you want to start us off? Yeah, uh, I think it's the best thing ever. If it weren't for Connor, I wouldn't probably be running anymore. So I'm all for it. I've also never dated a non-runner because I've only ever dated Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have a lot of comparison. <laughs> no, I don't. But it's around. It's not this much. Because, like, yeah, like at 5 o'clock in the morning when I have to go do a workout, it makes it so much better that the person, like, that's waking up next to me also has to go do a workout. And, like... He's also a great coach, and he, like, understands, like, my craziness, and I'm 100% in on dating a runner and your coach. So if you can, you should take your coach. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Oh, couple goals over here. I love him. Hi, Kyle. That is a thing. A lot of runners do date, or well, or end up marrying their coaches. I feel like that's a recurring theme. Running Running is such a personal sport, just that it's so, it's so tied to like your body and your mind and like how those things are going and your coach just knows so much about you I think there's a there's an interesting dynamic there um that I think specifically with women women runners and male coaches not to like generalize but that like tends to be the reality and and it's Food for thought. I don't know if you guys want to say anything controversial on here. I mean, not controversial, because obviously this is my point. But um, Connor's, like, my goal would be to just, like, get you to be good enough where I can just, like, be the Jenny. Be the Jason Simpson. (laughs) I always say that. My goal is to be a Jason Simpson. He's like, that's the goal. (laughs) He's like, I don't care if you overshadow me. Like, that's what I want to be. Um, So we're working on that. It's like, (laughs) it's a stretch goal. (laughs) (laughs) Kate is, you know, going to be the next Jenny Simpson for love, you know? <laughs> yeah. We had an interesting conversation I brought up with Kate yesterday that, like, about the running dating dynamics where, like, you can't, if you're both elite runners, like, it won't work. But, like, if someone is, like, a bit more sub-elite than the other, like, it works out well. Or if you're both kind of like, more recreational runners, it can work out. But they're, like, you can't be at the same level if it's a high level because there's a lot of, like, competition and tension that can come from that. Interesting. Because those types of runners tend to be pretty competitive. And you can I'm trying to think. Like, I, there are some, like... It's a difficult yeah. dynamic to work out. We could only think of one professional yeah, we only couple thought of one. that... Ryan Grigson and Jen Jen? No, actually, I didn't oh. think of them. Okay, so we think of now two. Who's the other one? <laughs> Sarah Sutherland and Riley Masters. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but like, that's it. Everybody else, like, but think Jeff about even it. Jeff and Ryan are, like, on, like, that extreme. Yeah. Shannon Robry's husband's, like, a 355 mile, but I think he's retired. I've never heard yeah. Of him. yeah. He's Mexican, <laughs> so he, like, is okay. not... Um, yeah, because, like, if you think about it, like, I don't know, like, Emma Coburn, Joe ran in college and whatever, but now, like, he gave up those goals and... Yeah, it's almost like one of one person can kind of yeah. like really take it seriously, another one tends to have to step yeah. back. Interesting. That's that a, that's interesting. an interesting theory. Yeah. yeah. I think there's it's you know it's like the pros and cons. Like it's also nice to have someone who understands like being as like serious and crazy yeah. as like. So this we is are. why yeah. I've decided the perfect person is someone who was a former competitive runner that no longer takes it as seriously or just doesn't do it anymore. 
So they like get where you are and understand all the weird, crazy tendencies. But so you're saying if I just thing. retire, I'll find a boyfriend. Exactly, <laughs> that's the trick. That's the key. We have a lot of shit to work on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we've been giving you our our feedback lately. I don't think that was the critique. <laughs> Wait, when, when did you give me my feedback? You gotta stop crushing on straight boys. <laughs> okay. That's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that ends up in the final <laughs> Oh, man. Haley, do you have thoughts on dating a runner? Yeah, they ruin your Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't they so cute? They are cute. <laughs> she's, not, she's not dating cute. She's engaged. Beyonce. Yeah, still, you'd go on dates sometimes, you yeah. know? I took him out. I took him out on... Uh, to Colorado. Uh, no. He, 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 he took me to Colorado. <laughs> Buy something pretty, you know? Yeah, you I, gotta... I took him uh, for his birthday uh, to Tiger Mama. Oh, very nice. It's very good. Would recommend. And uh, before that, I got him one of those at Frost and Float in Newton. I got him the... The sauna and the, the float in that sensory deprivation tank. Those are good gifts. Yeah, which apparently he had a semi-traumatic moment in. He like, was like locked in this small, dark like container with water. He had all this salt water in his eyes and mouth. And freaked out. Well, we'll have to have Sean on the podcast to tell that story. Sure. I think Connor had a similar experience. Yes, so. well, because Connor went first, and he, like, got it in his eyes or mouth or something, and then he specifically told Sean, make sure you don't get it in your eyes or your mouth, and then what does Sean do? Gets it in his eyes or his mouth. So, that's oh boy. his fault. Yeah. Try a nickel. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's getting cut. <laughs> Um, but not as, uh, as serious as, uh, running relationships, but Kate, Kate has a well-documented, do you want to go on the record for this one, Kate? And, yeah, I don't know about Send that. some call-outs for your, your professional <laughs> runner crush? I don't know, I think Connor's going to get mad at me, but it's, it has been Kyle Merber. <laughs> it has been, we're qualifying. Um, My podcast I don't know, I might be, I might be over it. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Kyle, step it up. <laughs> you gotta... Really, like, you know, like, male professional runners, like, aren't as cute as female professional runners. Yes. <laughs> Strong disagree. You know, shout well, out to all of them. Step up the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, I can't... Okay, you... Name clay them. Clay. I love Clay Clay. Okay, he's not super, like, cute, like... Well, you know, to each his own. Yeah, Yeah, Clay Murphy definitely is not going to listen to this episode. I don't know, we have a hot fire guest uh, lineup here, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Riley Masters is also cute. He is cute, yeah. Keep it, you know, Evan, rock star, Evan Yeager, like, I feel like people are on board for that. Although, you don't, I don't don't know how I feel about the long hair. I also don't like blondes, so I guess Riley Masters no, it's like what the light brown. Yeah. Connor's hair color is brown. What, you, what is Connor's hair color? Have you never seen him before? Out of respect to you, she's never once looked Connor in the face. You know, yeah, she's yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I look Connor in the face all the time. I always tactfully avert my eyes. <laughs> I've seen some pictures of Sean. Oh, yeah. oh wow. 
after Sean took that spill at the relay. Oh, that um, booty picture. Yeah, I've like seen that too. Intentionally very sensual photo of his wound. <laughs> <laughs> sent it out. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Rosie, do you have any runner crushes you want to put on the record? I don't have any. Like, I can't think of a single one. What Sorry. are we? What? Am I one? Oh, well, obviously. Yeah, you two are David, you as well. All my friends. But outside that, no. No, I have a couple of good lady crushes on runners. Oh, who? Just Jen- Jenny, obviously. But Us, you guys, right yeah. Right here. Yeah. Wait, are you on the Heidi C team or the Genevieve Lacoste team? Uh, I'm Team Jen Jen. Uh, okay. um, as I'm the minority. Ooh. I think Sean's on my side, but Connor. No. Connor Sean, Connor, and Lewis are all. <laughs> are all allied against me in yeah. the Heidi C versus Jen Jen so debate? So am I. It's Just almost like they have more credibility to <laughs> women's attractiveness. <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right, let's run through some of our standard questions before we move on to our game. Although, oh, we should talk about. We should spread the word. Hashtag Crop Top Tuesday Hashtag is something that Tuesdays. this group has, has invented, spread. I'm a big fan. Um, there's some debate over whether it should be Half Tea Tuesday or Crop Top Tuesday. I'm a, I'm a big fan of a little CTT. Um, CTT. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And you're, let's see, Rosie, you're, you're team Crop Top for racing, right? Uh, it depends, but I, yeah, it depends. Rosa swings know. wildly between, like... <laughs> Buttons yep. and crop top to like loose shorts and full singlet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of whatever. Not a sports bra racer? No, absolutely not. No way. Mm. I feel like if you're going to run fast, you throw that crop top on. But like early season, like road races, singlet, split shorts, definitely. That I'm a big sense. split shorts fan. I know. Crop split top and split shorts is my the move. Look. Yeah, <laughs> that is the it. Look. Give me some, like, ankle socks. We're good to go. Fuck yeah. You always have to wear a stance, too. Oh, That's stance or bust. I thought you always have to wear New Balance socks. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, Haley, do you have opinions? Racing apparel? No. <laughs> Whatever somebody gives her. Yeah. No, you do. Those shorts. You like buns. No. No. I don't have any buns. You like those Wazelle shorts. You race them oh, all yeah. the time. You love mm. those shorts. Yeah, now we're supposed to not win. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nike, Nike bun races. <laughs> I don't have any buns, Do you but want? I want to get to this burrito topic. Best burrito in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't care about racing. <laughs> <laughs> Best burrito in Boston, Haley? El Pelon. El Pelon. 100%. Right. I had never had El Pelon, and I thought we were supposed to get it last night. Yeah, and I never yeah. did it. Well, I got too hungry before we went, so we ate some at home first. Okay. <laughs> well, we should I definitely go. There's one really close by your house. Okay. Yeah. Okay. El Pelon. Kate, best burrito uh, in Boston. Does it ha- I don't eat burritos. Well, you're the best. Best Mexican food <laughs> uh, in Boston. Tango Mango, Newman Center. Wow. That's how you know it's true love. That's what Connor said, too. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's so good. Maybe it's just because that's the only Mexican food that he'll, like, bring me. But it's so good, and it's so authentic, and the guys are really nice there, and they, like, see, this is my thing. He's a regular, so they, like, know his order, and they, like, bring him to the front of the line, and, like, I want that so bad. <laughs> anyway. I like, want to be... I, I want to be a regular. This. Yeah, I want to be a regular so somewhere. I have a bakery... Shout out, Clear Flower. Oh, oh well, yeah, sorry. I was going to say, I guess I'm a regular here. I think that's the... Uh... But, like, Taylor, I would be, like, Taylor, Taylor's got me. But, like, at a place where it's not my friend baking the shit, I want to be a regular, and I go to this bakery, like, every, at least once a week, and I get the same fucking thing, and they still don't know me. Oh, no. I know. I know. Yeah. 
I want to have a usual. That's always I don't because I I make coffee in the mornings, but so I don't go to like don't go somewhere. Sean shits on Tango Mango though. Really? Yeah. Why? What? Oh man, this is is the most audience participation ever. (laughs) Called out Lewis. Called out Sean. Hey Johnny. (laughs) Rosa, best burrito in Boston. Um. Well, it's a taco, actually, so it's not a burrito, but Fair. it's from Dorado, which is in Coolidge, and it's so delicious. You have to go. This is, this is why we <laughs> asked this question. <laughs> I go by myself. It's really good. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. But I'll take you. Yeah, yeah I'll take you. Really Does something good. exist like a burrito crawl? Like, if there was a taco well, crawl, I'd be all over. I feel like if it was a burrito crawl, you'd be like, after like one and a half, you'd be like, I'm done. Crawl, you could eat a lot of tacos because, like, well, you'd wait like at least three right. minutes in between. You also love tacos. I love tacos. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite food for sure. Oh, favorite food. You're staying at Go. No, we're not there yet. We're still doing the game. It's not on here. Well, James on the other side. Okay, fine. Um, well, so. I'm trying to run this podcast. You're trying to run your mouth and this podcast. We so in honor of my birthday, which is coming up. Wait, wait, um, no, no, I'm sorry. Can we go back really quick? Yeah. Do mountains versus oceans? Oh, yeah. I feel like we have a hot debate. Oh no. See, I, I don't know though because it's like they really should be right next to each other, and like so you should. That's really why you live in Boston because you're close to both mountains time. and oceans. No, but like literally no. at the same time. No, I feel like there are definitely places that. That. Yeah, like Norway. Yeah. <laughs> Adirondacks. Let's all move to Hawaii. There's no ocean in Oh, Adirondacks. lakes. <laughs> so Haley's pitching moving to Hawaii. Yeah, let's That's... all move there. You know, they really don't have a huge, like, local running community scene like we do in Boston. I really think that we can, like, reinvigorate the running <laughs> community in Hawaii. Heartbreaker Hawaii. There you yeah. go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, let's all move there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, it's decided. <laughs> this podcast is over. We're moving to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, there's mountains and there's oceans right next to each other. And I mean, actually wait, I'm realizing that you I'm getting I'm forgetting. You hate the mountains. And I, I love fucking the mountains. hate hiking up mountains, but lakes are usually at the bottom of a mountain and I like lakes. Okay. You also like skiing down mountains. I do. Yeah, but I don't. Who likes climbing up mountains? You two psychopaths. Here we are. It's horrible. Hiking sucks. It's like running but slower. I'm with you. Thank you. Oh my god, it's so horrible. I feel like we had a great time hiking together. Yeah. We got. We had a lot of heart to hearts. Yeah. No, we have heart to hearts sitting right here on this couch. I don't. It's so different. No, I don't. When you like don't have phone service, no distractions. Yes. Oh my god. It was beautiful. Yeah. Across little babbling brooks. You go from having complete strangers in the car with you for three hours to making <laughs> best friends for life. Yeah. And <laughs> the hills are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> exactly. So. Really, would you rather lay on the beach or hike with the mountain? Mm, what's the weather like? <laughs> really nice. Both places. Ooh. Perfect beach weather, perfect hiking weather. Thank you. Okay. I told him to make sure we could still be friends. <laughs> no, I'm Team Ocean through and through. That's uh. Well, I'm Team Lake, just to, to clarify. Well, this <laughs> this dovetails in with our game because. Okay. Yes. Of, now we can move yes. on. God, David. <laughs> um, wait, wait, pause. We really should have discussed lake versus ocean versus not mountain versus ocean. It's like apples and oranges. Lakes versus oceans, though. Well, I think it's no, it's no contest. That's uh, weird. It's always oceans. No, it's not. It's always lakes. Lakes always over oceans? oceans? Yes. 
What? Oh, wow. she's so salty. Yeah, this girl's a lake girl. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. First of all, I grew up in the Adirondacks. Second of all, uh, I will one day inherit a lake house. Because yeah, uh, nice. I'm fucking rich. That's that's saying it. But lakes are clean. They pull leeches and They're full of Loch Ness monsters. Everywhere you look. Have like icons. <laughs> I think no, I think there's I don't, I Lakes always the feel kinda unsanitary no, to me. Okay, like, we're all gonna go to Connor's Lake House and you'll see how freaking clean it is. Yeah. And there are mountains and it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll just I well see, th- this is it, is that my family grew up like going to the beach in the summer and so like yeah. I, like I always think of like my family like this beach house is like the like first of all I'm not rich so it's not our beach house <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know it's like uh, that you're formed by like what you're you're most comfortable mm-hmm. with but I also, guess like, but my mom grew up in New Haven Connecticut and went to the beach every weekend so we were big beach people like all of our vacations were at the beach and so I feel like I have Good credibility. Both yeah. and lakes are better. Also, <laughs> but also ocean sand. air, like salty ocean air. That's a the best thing in the world. It's like in air. skin. Like you go to the beach and you're like, wow. I you like, leave the beach and you have sand in every exfoliation. It's exfoliating. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> There's no take homes from lakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Although, shout out to Newton Crystal Lake. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Crystal Lake where Johnny Aqua jogs, and I follow him. With a <laughs> My brief triathlon career in college was always, like, our only version of, like, training for the triathlon was just, like, running to Crystal Lake, swimming across, and then running back. Crystal Lake is also only that nice and clean because they have a machine to clean it. Yeah. Like... I'm sorry, oceans are fucking dirty. Do you see all the trash that are in oceans? Yeah. When they cut open a shark and there's like license plates and stuff? (laughs) Okay, first of all, let's do a plug for keeping our oceans clean. Yeah, keep our oceans clean. Stop putting out license plates in the ocean. This is our Earth, you know? Uh, Yes. Is there a a, Hawaiian phrase to like. Malama Ike. Well, that's take care of the land. Okay, that sounds really Take care of the water, you know, same deal. Sometimes on signs they say, mahalo for your kokua. It's like, thanks for your taking responsibility. That's so sweet. Hawaii is pretty nice. Picking up your trash. Okay. Now we can move on to the last, to the game, David. I'm sorry. So, I, for the listeners out there, I strongly endorse playing this game, because we used to... We, we used to play this sometimes on, like, road trips to races and stuff, like, when they're just, like, on a bus forever or in a car. And it does, it makes you feel better to talk about it. So the game is, the game is Perfect Day, which I've, I've now expanded to Perfect Birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, morning to night, everyone's going to get a turn to talk about what their perfect day would be. And you do not have to be tied to reality. You don't have to be tied to any sort of financial. It's, like, the ultimate treat yourself, like, what you would do if you have... 24 hours to just live however you want. Rosa, do you want to start us off? Okay, you go. It's, it's like a pretty simple day, and it's a combination of pretty much everything last summer. So Aww. this is Aww. great. Yeah, I would obviously wake up in the mountains. Sorry, Kate. And go no. for a, a nice sunrise hike. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd probably be by myself because I feel like Haley's 
the only person I want to come. But we, we have similar birthdays, so maybe we could go together. Wait, does this have to be on my birthday? No. Okay, because it's winter and my birthday is cold. <laughs> Sorry, Your perfect birthday, birthday. <laughs> it can be 70 degrees. Okay, yeah. perfect. Thank you. So I go for a nice hike, and like ideally, there's like no clouds in the skies. It's like beautiful views. Probably in New Hampshire, right, Mountains, because I love them. Live for your die. Exactly. <laughs> That's the way to live. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would come back and to Boston and get ready, and we'd probably all have some brunch. Definitely. I don't know where, but I would probably have waffles, coffee, mm. orange juice. And then we'd head to the beach because that's what we do best. And I would have my chair and umbrella and a lot of sunscreen. <laughs> and Kate would just be roasting in the sun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your umbrella would go into the sand so easily. So oh, easily. It wouldn't fly out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't have to fix it. We would have to fix that yeah. umbrella. No. And then we'd have a lot of snacks provided by the Waller family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mom and dad. <laughs> and then after, we were all set with the beach. And we'd probably play like games or read, like music, just hang out, have a good time. After all that, none of us are running. It's a day off, because that's the perfect day. And then we would all go home, shower, put on our nice clothes, and go have another cocktail party at Haley and Sean's while we cooked out. Oh. Hot dogs oh. and hamburgers for life. We can make that day happen. I know. That's Let's why it's it. perfect, because it's yeah. also just realistic. Wow. But it makes me so happy. That's... So much friend time and nature time. Summer's yeah. the best. It is oh, the winter. best. Exactly. Yeah. Kate, perfect day. Um, okay. Well, I would wake up at the lake house. And it would be early, but I wouldn't be tired. And then <laughs> we would go for a run, be me and Connor. We'd go for a run, and there's this run at his at the the lake that's like two miles out and two miles back, and it's all along the lake, and it's perfectly flat because everything else is like if you go any farther either direction, it's so hilly. But this run is like perfectly flat, so I'd do that, and it would be like 65 degrees, and then it'd be sunny. Come back. And we'd go like swimming in the lake, have an egg sandwich, it'd be really nice out. I'd like I like to like tie myself to a like be on a float and tie myself to the buoy and like be out tanning in the middle of the lake with a book. And Connor would probably be doing something else at this point because sometimes he annoys me. Like, <laughs> um, and then we would like flip and we'd be in Narragansett with my family at the beach. Um, and I would spend the day at the beach, reading, not having Connor annoy me. And then we would go to dinner at this place in Narragansett that I love. And then I would come back to Boston and hang out with all my beautiful friends. Probably go to Haley and John's actually, like, oh. yeah, to like pregame. And I'd have a sick outfit on. That would be really important. <laughs> I have like on a killer like jumpsuit or something. And then we would go out, but I don't really know where we'd go. But somewhere fun. And my number one thing, not my number one thing, but something important is that there's room to dance. Yeah. So that it's like a busy bar and like people are having fun and like whatever. But we have like a huge dance floor and like lots of space. So we'd like to get get my wiggle on. on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be my perfect day. And there'd be pizza involved too, somewhere. Haley. Uh, logistically, it doesn't quite work. That's out. fine. That's yes. Um, so it's kind of what I'm imagining for my bachelorette this summer. We'll just be like out on the North Shore, wake up late, mid morning maybe, and just like go right outside and like start our beach day, um, cause beach for life. Um. <laughs> And then it's just like sunny, perfect sand, perfect water, and my daddy will have all the fishing poles, and we'll have like beers in a cooler, and I really, so I think we need to really bring back 
Horseshoes. I think horseshoes have kind of gone out of fashion. <laughs> I like horseshoes. Like can jam is everywhere. Johnny's all about the can jam. But like we need horseshoes in our lives. Okay. Um, so there'd be like beach games like that. Bocce ball. I was on a bocce ball team in Taiwan for a bit. Um, and uh, yeah. And then we just like get fucked up on the beach. <laughs> That's a good day. Wait, why doesn't that work logistically? Well, because also I'd like to to like go. I don't know anything about the like Honolulu nightlife, because I was so I like left before I was 21, and then so like I'm just imagining us coming back here, <laughs> to, like, dinner, and like that's fun too. That's and fine. Wiggling. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's lovely. Uh, maybe it goes to show that uh, because it snowed this week, we all have beach things perfectly. Um, mine is. Mine is very similar to Rose's. I I wanna. I I like I I'm definitely like waking up on a beach house somewhere. Um, I love York, Maine, which is like where my family went in the summer. But it also is like colder there than ideal. So I think in my perfect day, uh, we're in York, but the like water is like eighty degrees. <laughs> um, but like waking up in a beach house somewhere with like a huge squad of people, cause like I'm all about just like being with the friends, being with the squad. Um, as much as I'm not a morning runner person, I do feel like it is nice on like that like that like once in a lifetime morning where you just wake up and you just like nailed that REM cycle perfectly and you're just like so ready to go and then we'd like go on like a nice easy run, get it over with, and then have like a very long like we'd probably make brunch. Like it would be like a three hour like waffles, mimosas deal. Um, definitely some like beach time, but also very important to me, games. There's got to be like like volleyball, like little little frisbee, um, a lot of like play a game for a while, and then when we get tired, like eat some food, then like play a game, then eat some food, um, and then we'd go out at like 8 p.m. <laughs> so we could be in bed by like 11 p.m. <laughs> that's, that's, that's nice. We can make yours happen too. Yeah, yeah mine's like very doable. Let's run a beach house this summer. Yeah, that seems like the key factor is just being with the friends. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't in the it, summertime. In the summertime. Yeah. I know this is like some like hippy dippy shit, but like, doesn't it make you feel better to talk about it? Like, it no, puts me. No, it's sad that it's so sad. far away. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Obviously, fucking something up. Like, why is it so? Stop cold? eating on Boston because <laughs> I don't want you to move. Just move with me. I yeah. can. Everyone should oh move boy. Together. <laughs> All right, we've been recording for for quite a while now. People gotta go to work, so let's let's finish it off with the big three. The uh, same questions every week. Um, we'll start. We'll go around the circle. Who's your Instagram crush? Who or what are you crushing on this week? Roses. Well, so I think this was said in a previous podcast, maybe. Rumor has it. But one Instagram I love is Cold Game Kel, which Kate knows pretty well. But since I think it was used, I won't say more. Uh, but also recently, because it's been cold and I'm dying to go for a hike, I just follow an Instagram account that is White Mountains. And every day they post a beautiful picture, and it makes me sad because I just want to go hiking. But it also makes me excited to go hiking. Very nice. Um, is it my turn? Yes. Okay. So my Instagram crush is Helen Owen. I don't know if people are familiar with her, but she's like an Instagram model and she's so fucking pretty and her life is just so perfect. Like her and her boyfriend just get like flown to like anywhere they want to go and she just like takes pictures of like beaches and lakes and her being like beautiful. So she's my Instagram crush. But there's also like this Instagram that I was like just trying to find that I follow 
And it's basically just about like the Pacific Northwest, and it's just like all these sick like pictures of the Pacific Northwest, so that's a good one. So I just did two, and I'm gonna do another one. <laughs> um, there's like one that Connor follows that's like cabin porn, so it's like all these like log cabins like in mountain places, so that's a good one too. Very nice. Sorry, I just did so many. Mm -hmm. I want to. I'm wondering if we follow the same Pacific Northwest people. Do you remember what it's called? It's like no. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> okay, let's not get too derailed by our thoughts. Um, I've been really enjoying uh, my Instagram scrolling lately, the sights and sounds of Cardi B. It's not oh, an Instagram yeah. handle, I just enjoy the clips of her from when she was on Love and Hip Hop and all of her sounds. And She's great. She you're tells also, it like it is. Sorry to interrupt. You're also into what, like, Asian street. Oh yeah, cool. like the street fashion. Yeah, like, that's Haley's new thing too. Yeah. I'll just get like DMs of like weird outfits. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really into that lately. I want to nice. try and revamp my style, but you know it's kind of expensive to do that. Mm. Yeah, that is sadly too true. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go, I think I talked about this on a previous podcast briefly, but I didn't officially say it was my Instagram crush. Mm -hmm. So, Colleen Quigley has a thing where she does French Braid Friday, hashtag French Braid Friday, um, and it's all these, like, cute photos of her running with a French braid. Shelby Houlihan has a much better hashtag called French Bread Friday, <laughs> where it's just pictures of her with French bread. And I'm I think so into that, too. It's, like, so, like, it's, like, it's just the simplest joke ever, and every time I see it, I, like, laugh out loud to myself. I'm just like, that's pretty funny. Hilarious. And there's nothing like that about French bread, so. True. Are you good at braiding? No, I can't braid for shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's not reliable. Yeah. <clears throat> I can. I got you. I can do a French braid, yeah. Dang. I have little sisters, you know. It's not my first rodeo. But is it, are you good at it, though? You know, like, there's a big difference. No, I'm not. Between, like, I'm not good at it. <laughs> French braid and, like, a shitty one. I feel like yeah, Taylor I can master a yeah. shitty French braid. Taylor looks like a Taylor French looks braid looks like girl. <laughs> <laughs> and a French braid girl. Yeah. yeah. Best yeah. of both worlds. <laughs> Get yourself a girl who can do both. <laughs> uh, all right. Go to karaoke song. Someone hands you the mic. So, my roommate and I recently decided that our go-to karaoke song will be Africa, because it's great, and then there's only one part, well, it's like three lines, at the end of the song, where, like, there's someone else singing in the background, and that's the only part she wants to sing. So, nice. I'm really singing the whole song, which Very now, nice. like, pops in at the end. But we've been practicing The lot. part where they're like, gonna take some time. Exactly, yeah. that's the one, that's Janelle's part. <laughs> uh, we should go to karaoke. I we should know. actually do that yeah. soon. Mental note. Kate? Um, it's either... Any Shania Twain song or any Nelly song, pretty much. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the best of both worlds, but I love it both. They should have a, do a duet and wow, then be Wow, they set. really should. <laughs> oh my gosh. Haley? What? It'd be a hit. <laughs> um, the most I, well, when we were, so my friend Abby is here for the listeners, and we met in Taiwan when we were teaching English together. And uh, we went to a lot of karaoke there. It was kind of the thing we did, often. And you would only get a room. Like, there was none of this bullshit with, like, having, being at a bar where people watch you. It's, like, only your friends in a little room. And always reliably on the karaoke machines and, like, always a crowd pleaser was, like, this song that's, like, you know it, Taylor. Doing me into new high, Kangwo Lai. No? It's like a um, Taiwanese pop hit from the 90s. And Great. it just means, like, girl over there, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Very like nice. Always a crowd pleaser. But 
also, what you're talking about, that room, yeah. like, I went to karaoke in New York City and we had a room like that, and it's, it's so best. much better. So much fun. Yeah. Like, you can order food and bottle service. Yeah, and, and like, there's no crowd of people, like, watching you not be able to sing. Yeah. If you have in Boston, they have to go. I did that. I did that in Japan. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it's so cool. It's so yeah. much less scary. Yeah, and it's just your friends, and like you just rented out like bowling alley, but like far superior to bowling. And also, you don't have to listen to like other random people's shitty song choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because it's like if your friends pick a shitty song, you can just give them shit for it. Exactly. <laughs> like next. Next. Chirp them from the audience. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but there must be one of those in Boston All somewhere. Right, we'll, look it up. we'll find it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I like to sometimes in the car do impressions of when I'm singing along, and so I've been I've been on a real Celine Dion kick just because her voice is fun. Like, hello, we are, I'm Celine Dion. <laughs> um, what is that accent? That's horrible. That's gonna cut. <laughs> um, but do your share impression? No, not on mic. Maybe later. <laughs> do it. Um, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing on mic. That's for sure. But. Uh, my my go-to karaoke would be uh, see I think karaoke is supposed to be a crowd pleaser so like there's a lot of Celine Dion songs that I would prefer to sing, mm. but like everyone has to be into it so I go with my heart will go on just because yeah. like that's the one that everyone yeah. knows that you want like to be excited about it. yeah and if you're gonna go for like a slow ballad like it's got to be one that people get really into otherwise it's pretty boring. <laughs> um, Death Row Meal finish us off Rosa. Um so. It obviously would be tacos, but I'll be specific and say shrimp tacos, because they're my Ooh. favorite. And I'd probably have to drink the UFO Big Squeeze, which I know isn't made anymore, but it's my favorite summer shandy. So It's a good one. It is. And then for dessert, I would probably have tiramisu. Nice. Um, I would have pizza, of course, um, from Modern A Pizza in New Haven, Connecticut. Um, I didn't know that they give you alcohol upset. Do they actually? I don't know, it? but I decided. All right, then I'd be a downy cider. Mm-hmm. And for dessert, I'd top it off with something. I'd probably have Taylor make it for me. It'd just be like my dream cookie or brownie. I'd have to think of what that was, but I would want Taylor to make it. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'd be really into some poke, mm-hmm. some like a nice little spread of food from home, just like the old favorites. Um, and then like a fruity cocktail. Mm. Love a good fruity cocktail. Yeah. So I think there's gonna be margs in my death row meal. It's like. Are there gonna be margs tomorrow? There's gonna be margs tomorrow. <laughs> um, More importantly. Margaritas definitely. Um, for this morning, I was thinking on the way in. I was thinking about cannolis. Cannolis are like my favorite, like a very very Italian pick of me. Maybe like a maybe like chicken parm for dinner and then cannolis Ooh, for dessert. Italian. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I'm Italian too. Me too. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Weird confrontation. Well, yes, that that's a good way to go out, you know, yeah. and and a good way to finish off the podcast. Um, surrounded by Italians. Surrounded by Italians. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's you know, story of uh, any and all of our families, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for being on. Thanks All teasing us. aside, it is was a delight to have you on the episode, and <laughs> I can't think of anyone else I would rather spend my Friday morning with. Yeah. Our pleasure. Thank it's you guys. Thanks to the audience yeah. for being here. Oh, yeah. Shout out David's birthday. 
Ooh, happy birthday. Oh, David, old man, he's turning 29. No, <laughs> Speaking of things that are getting cut. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Tracksmith, for having us. Thanks to Hearth Baking Co. for the breakfast. I've been David Malley, and this is Run Your Mouth. <laughs> Woo!